to be disciplined with yourself and tell yourself no. Like, I feel like people are just so soft nowadays that they're like, you can't just have a hard no, but you can, and you can do that for yourself. And I believe that like discipline is one of the highest forms of self-love that you can have. start recording now so we can talk about oreos again (laughs) hi guys welcome to our podcast we're talking about oreos (laughs) yeah what no what are we doing welcome to the episode eight of the overall package podcast um staying on track during the holidays as we talk about binge eating oreos hey not me me. i can't do it oreos are not my friend um but i have many other weaknesses When I was in Mexico, I just got back from Mexico and now it's snowing. So RIP. But when I was in Mexico, they had like specialty Oreos down there that you can't get up here. Like why? And they had these like brownie cookie <laughs> or rookie Oreos. So they had three layers of icing. It was like the regular cookie. And then it had one layer of cookie dough flavored icing, one layer of regular icing, and then one layer of brownie flavored icing all inside. And I like it was in peso. So I was like, Oh, 150 pesos. That's like not that much money. That's like $10. And I was like, Allison, you're not spending $10 on a box of Oreos. So I did. I, I was so close, but I didn't. Well, I'm proud of you for not because um, that takes strength because Oreos. those sounded like fucked up good. They were so, yeah, they looked really good. How, how do people even think of that? Like, what are they smoking? <laughs> I don't know. Good, good weed. (laughs) Okay. What's going on in everyone's lives other than the fact that it's snowing outside? Is it? Still going to make it to the gym? Yeah. I don't know if you guys can see my window in the back, but it's like coming down hard. Yeah. It's snowing. Yeah. I did my cardio this morning. So at least I got that out of the way, but I am going to trudge my way through this if I have to, to go train. How close is your gym from your house? It's like, a five minute drive so oh you got this you got this it's it's just so funny how us west coast people get so stressed out about the snow and like as soon as we see a little bit it's like we have to lock down like we're not ready for this you know what's so funny is like I'm not from the coast originally like I've been here for five years now yeah um I come from the interior which like this shit is fucking nothing and I lived in Edmonton for seven, six, six, seven years ish. Well, and that's like, your problem. Sorry. I'm just kidding. I said that's your problem. Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> um, um, I don't take that personally because I fucking hate Edmonton. <laughs> Sorry mm. to any of you Edmontonians out there. But um, when I first moved here, like I had my very, very, very first snow day, and I was like, wow, people don't go to work because it snows? Like, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> like, I love it. <laughs> yeah, my my Burnaby, where I live, it's, like, pretty mountainous. So one year, like, I was going up to school at my campus, SFU, which is on top of a mountain, and the bus was, like, making its way up this mountain, and suddenly it just stops. It's like, actually, guys, just everyone get off the bus. Like, <laughs> we can't go any further. Like, figure it out. <laughs> Yeah, like when I moved here, I was like, what the hell? Like, 
the roads aren't plowed like nothing mm-hmm. my dad's like yeah they don't they don't do that here they just let it melt I'm like <laughs> what <laughs> but it's true like it does come down here but it does go away pretty quick which is nice so yeah but it's perfect like getting us into that holiday sort of feeling um I'm so excited for today's conversation guys um I don't know about you but like I'm just curious if you have any really disastrous holiday eating experiences. Like personally? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Specific stories, like anything that stands out? For sure. Um, This was probably, well, I haven't been home for Christmas in a couple years. So this was like a few years ago now. But in my bodybuilding times still, um, (laughs) I, I went home and my brother and I were like, Let's have a competition who can gain the most weight. (laughs) So we just like ate and ate and ate and ate. And yeah, I gained about 10 pounds in like four days. That's hilarious. It was, I don't know why we did it. I look back and like, I felt like shit. And like, even my dad looked at me at one point. He's like, you guys are still eating. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I need to chill with you and your brother. That's awesome. (laughs) let's not encourage that that. yeah (laughs) last year christmas was so hard for me i competed on the 22nd of december whoa really that's that's when the van pro was yeah so yeah then i had 10 weeks until the arnold's and 10 weeks is long enough to be like i'm just gonna yeah intuitively eat for christmas that was a terrible idea did you blow I, up at all because well, you were like just dieting or what? Yeah. Let's just say that those lint chocolate balls. Oh ooh, God. Ooh. Like, you know, like the like big Costco packs, like mm-hmm. I probably had like a third of that box over like three days. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's a lot of, that's a lot of like <laughs> a lot of chocolate. dense chocolate. And I just ate like, I don't know. I mean, Christmas food. I know like we do we do a Christmas dinner on the 24th and we do um Christmas breakfast and then we do no we don't do Christmas dinner on the 24th we do Christmas breakfast and we do Christmas dinner on the 25th and then it rolls into like boxing day we like see over yeah. and then you know like it's just like three or four days of just consuming um <laughs> and so like being first thing post-show like I'm glad I had 10 weeks until the Arnold's because I still I did end up like leaner at like 10 weeks is a long time but it was even after like four days I was like yeah I should just stop now like it's just at the point where I feel like I'm just hurting myself yeah yeah that's it's unfortunately all too common if there's like a number of days of like family stuff in a row oh especially when you're so lean and like it's kind of, yeah, it was kind of an irregular show date for, for last year, right? Being so late in to, December. Yeah, I don't think I would ever want to do a show again, like so close to Christmas, like yeah. a few days before Christmas. Like it, like otherwise, normally Christmas, I'll just say, oh yeah, I'm just going to enjoy my Christmas breakfast and enjoy my Christmas dinner and just move on with my life and just enjoy it and have a few chocolate <laughs> and things and just um, and it's not really a big deal, but like it really made my experience of Christmas so much less enjoyable because when you're that lean and you're that hungry and you're that starved, literally, yeah. like you are so food focused and so 
Christmas for me was just being food focused and it was hard to be, it was honestly, it was hard to be present. I could totally Mm -hmm. understand. Like I could totally see that because I feel like that would probably happen to me too. Like, like you said, you're so starved and so you become so food focused and then, but in the back of your mind, you're probably thinking like, fuck, I do have a show coming up too. Yeah. I Well, I knew it was 10 weeks away, which is a long time. And it's like, what damage can you really do in like three or three or four days? Right. But I also just mentally like needed a break yeah um, after a long prep so I'm like yeah, oh, I'll just eat intuitively but like you can't when you're that hungry there's no such thing so yeah it just it sounds like it's so much more mental right like yeah you're just yeah you're putting food in your mouth and you almost don't even realize it and that's a difficult part when you're so lean and depleted and hopefully most of the people that are listening to this at going into holidays aren't going to be in that state, but I know there will be a few as well, because I think some of our listeners are either doing uh, the Olympia amateur or other shows. So mm-hmm. if you are, that's really <laughs> a good story to hopefully Actually, not go through with yourself. That's so true. Cause I did the Olympia amateur the year before. And so yeah. I did do that when it was like around the 14th or something that I competed of December, but even then, like you almost have two weeks to kind of settle a little bit. It was, it was totally different than being three days post show. Fair enough. And, oh gosh. Like yeah. I had done three yeah. shows in a row. So like um three days post show too. And like typically, like for myself, I will not have that stuff around me just so I can like mentally, you know, yeah, keep mm-hmm. it strong. So yeah. to be in the environment where it's like yeah. super accessible and like there's so much food around you all the time, like fuck, that must have yeah. been hard. It is. And like holidays are are food focused anyway I mean that's what everyone bodybuilder or not is talking about like oh Christmas dinner and are you having a turkey are you having a ham and like who's making dinner are you having dinner at your parents house or you having a friend's Christmas or like it's like it is like such a food focused thing and like getting together with my family is really big for me at Christmas like we get together every year and I really enjoy the time I spend with them And so for me, like, I don't want to be on Christmas day at least, or even Thanksgiving, for example, like those days, like dieting does, unless I'm in prep, like, I just want to enjoy the time with my family and enjoy the food that my mom cooks. Like my mom makes the whole dinner from scratch, like everything. Yeah. And I'd much rather just enjoy the day and focus on my family than be thinking about dieting. Absolutely. Like, I don't think I've had a total like disaster story like eating my weight in food or anything but um like my mom she cooks she's always cooked really healthy and like growing up we didn't really eat like bacon or like um mashed potatoes were made with like just like a little bit of salt and pepper like no butter no cream not at my house oh but then we would go to like my auntie's house and I would have her food and I was like blown away at how good like everything tasted. I was like, why does everything taste so good? Because butter, cream, uh, sugar, everything. So yeah, in in that sort of sense, I can relate like just when you get the opportunity to eat stuff that like isn't like your normal diet and it just, it tastes so good. You almost just forget like how to approach things in a moderate like healthy sane way (laughs) and like we've talked about before too like when you're in that starvation like it takes a lot for you to feel actually full Mm -hmm. because your body's all fucked up right so it's just like you're kind of like a bottomless pit even when you're not you know you feel that way yeah 
Yeah. So it's a dangerous slope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am. Um, I mean, I've been on prep over Christmas on my first year competing, but I was 12 weeks out. So like, still, that was a long time. And my coach gave me some parameters around like eating. Um, but I've done Thanksgiving on prep a couple times now. Me too. Being like seven mm-hmm. or eight or nine weeks out or so. And, and, and that was really quite easy because you can still build a cheat meal or a refeed meal with Thanksgiving food and have a piece of dessert and still feel like you really got to enjoy your time. And like, that's typically how I approach the holidays anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously the last two years, like just coming off of a show is a little bit different, but typically like I just approach the holidays, like looking at it, like, okay, I'm just going to have a moderate meal that I enjoy and if I feel a little bit over full and I enjoy the food, that's fine. And I'm going to have a couple pieces of dessert. Like my mom always makes a homemade pumpkin pie and a homemade pie every year. So I have a piece of each and I, and I'm ha- like, I don't have any guilt associated with it. And I got to enjoy my food just like everyone else. And there's no like gorging involved, <laughs> like stuffing myself. Um, and even if you are on prep, there's a way, like I've been on prep as well without yeah. cheat meals. And it's like, I can still have, you know, a piece of turkey and I can have veggies and I can still sit down at the table and still like enjoy things with everybody. And I can still like smell their dessert if I don't get that. <laughs> in my plan you know so there's a way to also or just bring your fucking meal right yeah with everybody yeah Yeah, that can be so difficult though just like with all of the pressure like there's such a pressure and stigma around the holidays and like being around that much family or or, like work friends like you know you're going to be judged no matter whether you're bringing a meal whether you're just like only eating the healthy items on the list like people do make it known that they're judging you and I don't know like how do you I've never I've never dieted into the holidays. So how do you guys like approach those kind of comments? Um, personally for me, I'm, I can't speak for everybody who has the same experience as me, but like my family is so supportive and like everyone in my family is supportive. I've been competing since I was 20. So mm-hmm. it's been seven years. So like my grandparents know my everybody knows so they're used to it um and my brother also competes as well and his fiance she just lives that kind of lifestyle so mm-hmm. the last holiday that i was at um we were like all in line waiting for the food scale like <laughs> and my my dad's like oh can you have this or my mom asks me like what can you eat instead of like what are you going to eat kind of thing so I'm lucky in the sense that like I do have that support with my family that like nobody makes me feel judged or weird about it and if they do I'm just like it's my choice I'm bodybuilding so yeah you know but that's just like my experience right so I don't know do you guys have a different experience with that like Allison did you have you felt judged Um, at family dinners or anything like that yeah I used to a lot uh but mostly like at co like at parties with co-workers yeah like I used to work downtown Vancouver and I worked for very large firms and there'd be like huge Christmas parties every year that were like $30,000 party like budgets and stuff like just for a party like insane Mm -hmm. and there'd be food on food on food and events after event after event and like there's drinking and food at all of them and like people would always say something no matter what, like, oh, you're only eating healthy food. Like, come on, it's Christmas, like, let go. And like, they're just trying to bug you, but like, it can be really annoying. Um, But 
you know, I just, I just kind of like let it roll off my back, but with my family, like it took a long time for them to really get like, to be on board, um, with me, like not eating everything all the time. And like, I remember at one Christmas, one Thanksgiving we had, I think it, it wasn't this, it was last year, I think I was in prep and I had, I don't know what I had, but I brought a piece of fish because I didn't eat turkey anyway. Like I wasn't eating meat other than seafood at that time. And then, so my mom always made the vegetables. She would make one little, she'd take a bit of all the veggies and put them in one casserole dish and just bake them all at once without butter or milk for me, because I, I was like basically vegan at that point, other than seafood. So she's done that for a few years now, like putting no butter or anything. And she just put all the vegetables to the side and so I just remember eating like a plate of veggies, you know, like carrots, Brussels sprouts, mm-hmm, potatoes, mm-hmm. like a bit of stuffing and then like a piece of fish. And she just looked at it and she's like, is that enough food, sweetie? And I was like, no, mom, I'm in prep. <laughs> Not enough food. She's like, oh, I like felt so sorry for me. And I'm like, <laughs> but isn't it a funny I'm Like I've been doing this for like five years. Like it's I'm like, it's I'm okay. Like, don't worry. But isn't it a funny thing that like people are so okay with okay she's vegetarian or vegan I'm gonna totally cater to that but as soon as it's in prep it's like they don't understand that so it's like oh no it what took her happening? years to understand like the no butter on the food thing either yeah um, and well the other part that's funny to me is like they can look at someone next to them and have an enormous plate of food like literally a mountain of food and they're just like yep that's normal it's the holidays but yeah. if you take a small portion like even with intentions of getting sex like people be like oh you should have more I think also too like my mom for instance in a way like she never pushes it on people but I know that like when she feeds people it's like almost like a love language so Mm -hmm. I can see that with a lot of like people where it's like they'll feel joy from seeing other people eat their food oh yeah so I can Mm -hmm. see where like I can see that point too where it's kind of like maybe they feel a little bit offended like it's just like what you don't want to eat more of my food like you Mm -hmm. know what I mean if they don't fully understand that like it's just a prep thing and it's not personal there's one little point too before I forget because my brain does that a lot that I want to say is if you are in prep and you are at a family dinner and if maybe people don't really get it don't try to make a big deal around your food like just don't really say anything yeah don't talk about it I was gonna bring up the same point like don't even mention it at all before during after like just don't even talk about it just like eat your food you don't have to talk about prep like -hmm. you don't have to be like oh like I'm not eating the same as you guys because I'm in prep like just don't make a big deal out of it yeah well and and you do unless you really care to explain every detail of what you have to do to bodybuild like people are not going to understand like the three minute version of it they're not and you're going to end up probably yeah just ruining your own night as well so I totally agree with you guys like yeah just just eat your food like make conversation enjoy the presence of the people you're in and yeah don't don't draw more attention yeah like you said like enjoy enjoy the moment and enjoy the holiday mm -hmm. and like yeah just don't don't make it about your bodybuilding you're not there for that Mm-hmm. When I first started bodybuilding though, like I really did receive a lot of judgment because I, I I started bodybuilding while I worked at these large firms. And when I say there was an event every day, like there literally was an event almost every day, like whether or not we were going to watch a lecture on architecture or after work, there would be a networking party or on a Thursday night, we would go watch, you know, a presentation 
at the, one of the universities or would be hosted at another firm. Like there was literally an event almost every day, especially during the holiday season. And so I constantly, and like even at lunches in the, like we'd have lunch provided for us at the office every day and I would never eat with them. And so like almost every day for two years, I had to explain my food every day to my coworkers. And like, I just wanted to be like, what the, why are you still asking me this? Yeah, like, like it's exhausting. You know, like it really did. Like, and like, I remember one of my coworkers being like, oh, well, you can't eat stuff like this anyway, because you're just eating rabbit food. And I like looked down at my plate and I was literally holding a plate of chicken, roasted potatoes and like roasted carrots and Brussels sprouts. It was like a normal plate of food. And she's like, mm-hmm. oh, well, you just eat your rabbit food. And I looked down at it and I was like, yeah, my rabbit food looks really good today. Like, it, it's I, just, a lot like, I, like- I don't even normally respond, but it's like, honestly, in those situations, like, just don't even respond be like, okay. And leave. Well, a lot but- of that is just people projecting their own shit on you too, right? Like so- at work, like at the barbershop too, like I had my packed meals and a client once said to me, he's just like, ew, that looks healthy. And I looked at him and I was like, I just want to live a long time, man. And he's right. like, yeah, well, I want to have nice. a good time. That's what he said. He's like, yeah, well, I want to have a good time. I was like, like we weren't, I wasn't criticizing you, was I? <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, actually, the more healthy I am, the better I feel. This is literally what I said to him. I was like, the better I eat, the better I feel. So more fun I have, man. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but it's not like you were criticizing him. It's not like you said, well, I want to live a long time and you're going to live a short time. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So anyway, like when I first started though, like I got those comments every day. So I kind of had the same mentality as that girl that you said was prepping because I would go to a new social situation, like so hypervigilant, like literally like afraid of every social situation I ever went to because I was so afraid that every single person there would be like, what are you doing? Why are you eating that? Why aren't you eating with everyone else? That's so unhealthy. Like, oh, well, my friend did a prep and she was allowed to eat. Like, I just got that all of the time. And so I would start going to social situations, like afraid to even have my food in front of people. Like yeah, it was just sucks. easier to Sorry, eat yeah. and, and to, or to just, you know, never talk about food. And so it was so like the moment somebody would start talking to me about food, I would just be like, I can't, even handle this anymore yeah I did experience people questioning me a lot like at work and stuff but I just kind of um it wasn't so intense like the way that you explain it Allison it was more like they kind of (laughs) like made little jokes about it and then that was kind of that so I never felt like I had to hide away or make a big deal out of my prep food because I've also been doing it since I was a teenager right so yeah um it has been like so normal for me I guess yeah now so definitely a little bit different than like what you were saying Allison so I can definitely mm-hmm. see your side too and for sure. the longer that I've been doing it now like I just don't care I just bring my food places like yeah. everywhere I go I've got a tougher with Tupperware with me at all times and I'll just yeah. eat it when it's mealtime like yeah I hear that I so totally cold like, in the car with the fingers <laughs> I just don't it just I just don't care like it doesn't matter to me like what other people eat and what or if people see me eating anymore like mm-hmm. you know let's just say it's a Thanksgiving day like I'm gonna wake up I'm gonna have my normal breakfast that I eat every day I'm gonna go to the gym I'm gonna have my normal lunch to eat every day I'm gonna have a salad maybe in the afternoon or something small and then I'll just have my Thanksgiving dinner like normal like yeah do you think that's do you think that's a better um, like approach just like, you know, in, in how others may approach the holidays? Like I know some people choose to fast all day and then like save calories for their big meals 
or do you more yeah like I prefer to also eat nutritious food throughout the day so I'm not starving for the nighttime yeah I, I used I, to eat less I was like eat more but yeah, I w- have been told from my coach since I was like 19 that like if I was going to have a cheat meal or if I was going to have like a family dinner sort of thing, then I had to eat all of my meals. Mm-hmm. And then my last meal of the day, I could have it as a cheat meal, but I had to make sure that I ate my food throughout the day. That was like so, the like, biggest you were, thing. You were going to be like in a quite a bit of a surplus that day because you're eating like your regular food as well as like something else. Right. Yeah. I I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I was just like curious because some people are totally stuck on the calories in calories out in the sense like, Hey, if I eat less earlier, now I can eat more in the night and it's all good. For me, I, I base a lot of my food, I guess, off of nutrients rather than Mm -hmm. calories. So if I were going to have like a cheat meal or dinner, I had to make sure that I was still getting the right nutrients for my body. And then I could have the shit. I also felt not shit, but you know what I mean? I also felt like if I did eat all of my food throughout the day, when it came to that last meal, I wasn't going to overindulge because Mm. I'm not starving from the day, you know? So it kind of helped me, um, keep that under control too what about you guys I definitely see I see both sides um I've done I've actually done both like there's been certain days where if I like there was an event or a party where I knew I was going to be eating a nice big dinner and maybe going out after like I would eat less I wouldn't eat nothing of course because I can't live like that (laughs) but like I would eat less and like probably less of my carbs. Like I would stick to like the proteins and the fats and the things that are satiating. And then I would go and enjoy my night. Um, but I also like, I fully see both sides too, where like it is good to eat your regular meals and then you are less likely to like overdo it because you are not actually hungry. You're not getting those mixed signals from your, you know, hunger hormones in the night. Yeah. That depends though on how far you are into prep because like when I did it on prep and I ate my regular meals throughout the day, I was still hungry by the time I got to dinner because I was right. out and I was hungry anyway. So um, that's a bit of a different scenario though. Totally. I, th- yeah, I am more speaking on like a not so deep into prep. Yeah. Like normal. Say. Yeah. Like yeah. For me now I would just have my meals like normal and then have a dinner. And if it was a yeah. little bit, bigger than normal like so be it but a lot of times like I just don't love that overstuffed feeling anymore when I'm in the off season yeah that's like, a horrible it's weird. Feeling. when I'm in prep like you crave that full feeling you do but when I'm in the off season now anytime I overeat I'm like oh like I just wish I didn't and it's has nothing to do with the guilt of the calories or anything like that like it's just I just like feeling like a well fueled well running machine like I love waking up every morning with energy and I love like feeling like I poop normally every day at the same time and like that Mm -hmm. I and and that you get those like normal bit of hunger before your next meal like it's normal to feel just a bit of hunger by the time it's next your next meal time and just feeling that normal digestion Mm -hmm. and like your body running normally and now if I ever overeat like I'm just like oh like why did I do that now I'm gonna be all thrown off like yeah I totally totally agree with you yeah Mm -hmm. but 
but the way that I look at Thanksgiving and Christmas meals again, like it's a big deal for my family that we get together and do it. My mom cooks everything. Like I don't have guilt around those foods. Like I just eat them because I enjoy them. And I think, I think the issue is less about like a few meals and it's more about the whole one December first hits. People are just like, fuck it for the whole month of December. So I feel like we should also touch on how you can like approach, not just buying into that whole, like, fuck it. It's just the Christmas or holiday season. Cause like, especially too, I know a lot of workplaces, mine included, it's like Christmas comes around and like, people just bring in treats oh yeah like I had three clients in a row bring me donuts banana bread (laughs) like treat I'm like please stop (laughs) yeah so yeah like how do you guys navigate around that I just talked to one of my clients about this yesterday she's ready for a deload week fairly she's I don't even know if she like really needs a deload week yet but she hasn't had one in about six or seven weeks at least or eight weeks even like it's like and she doesn't she doesn't feel like she needs one she has so much energy she feels amazing this and the other but I'm gonna give her new training and I'm like you know what I'd like to give you a bit of a deload sooner rather than later so that you can get it out of the way maybe in the first or second week of December and then we start you on a new program and you have new momentum throughout the holidays because if I if I say oh let's just time your deload with Christmas and give you a break like Mm. like you know like I think that's a recipe for like letting yourself completely go whereas in this case I'm like all right let's do maybe do like a deload week and a bit of a diet break like you know first or second week of December and then we'll keep put you on a new program and you'll feel motivated and you'll treat the holidays as like an opportunity rather than a setback I like Um, that and roll into the new year and I'm kind of like I'm going to like see where my other clients are at and see if they want to do the same thing too. If it'll, if it'll align with their structure. Like I, I do not think you need to treat the month of December, like a write-off at all. Like the way I look at it is that like most people eat four meals a day, I would say like at least on average, right? Maybe some people three, some people five, some people six, but let's say you eat four meals a day and there's 30 days in December or 31. So that's like 120, 124 meals. Like, let's just say, like some people, if you eat five meals a day, that's even more, right? Like that's 150 meals or something. So how many meals are involved in Christmas? Maybe one, maybe two work parties, maybe one other family party, Mm -hmm. a Christmas dinner and a Christmas breakfast and a New Year's dinner. That's like six meals out of 120. That's a really good way to put it. Like that's it. So just eat all of your other meals like normal and then just have those meals and enjoy them. And if you happen to have a few chocolates here or there, like give yourself, I don't know, maybe like three or four like treats over the months that you just want to enjoy, like guilt-free depend. Like if you're just in the off season, like, yeah, enjoy it. But maybe just once a week outside of those six meals that you have, maybe once a week, like, oh, my neighbor baked me cinnamon buns. I'm going to have one. Or like somebody Mm -hmm. brought in like gourmet donuts. Like if it's shit ass Tim Hortons, just turn it down. You can get that anytime. Hey, don't diss Tim Hortons donuts. (laughs) I fucking love those. Oh, I don't. You can just literally like Krispy Kreme, baby. But 
Okay, but oh, like girl, no, like, I'm guys, in Ladysmith. No, the point the point is that like you can get those any time of the year. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm saying like if we're derailing Gabby, we're derailing. Sorry, derailing. it's just the donuts. Okay, for example, my neighbor. So I live in like a building with a lot of older people, and my neighbor is this really nice woman. She's like probably 75, and she baked me this like pumpkin pie meringue cake it was like a fluffy like jiggly moving like meringue (laughs) pumpkin pie and she's like this is my family's recipe it came from like my great-grandmother and she's like and me and my sister baked it for you it's like these two little old ladies got together and I'm like I'm not turning that down like the cutest thing ever yeah I know (laughs) in my head I'm like poison It was so good. So I ate it. And that was like, I don't know, that was a couple weeks ago. And I was like fully in diet mode. And I was like, well, what, like, she's old. What if I never get this cake again? I don't (laughs) know. Like, you know, so it's kind of like I've explained before my little tactic, um, like of just choosing in the moment, like, kind of like what you did, you know, in that moment, you're like, I'm going to have this and I'm going to eat it. And then I'm not going to feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. Eat it and move on. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. it's not going to turn into something else, right? Where it's like, well, I ate this one thing. So the rest of the day can be like, whatever. Like yeah. I can eat exactly like shitty all, all day now. So I love that for from you, Ash. And it's probably good to like reiterate that concept on this episode. Yeah. 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 More than any time. Because what I see happen is like when you're saying, oh, like eat normal the rest of the time, you've got six meals that you can, you know, enjoy. Right. Yeah. But the problem is not as much for competitors because our normal looks very different than other people's normal. Yeah. But true, when true. normal is like, built off of the things that we consider like the treats like say you're going to brunch and you're having croissants and hot chocolates and like all of the stuff that isn't so shouldn't be normal like every day like as a breakfast I think that's what she's getting at yeah Yeah. like that's what I mean like that's some people's normal so that's what those people should look at and say hey let's let's challenge this and actually take this opportunity this holiday to like break this normal it doesn't have to happen on new year's like maybe start now right yeah december is an opportunity month like it's the last month of the year like Mm -hmm. it's cold outside so just go to the gym because what else are you gonna do yeah (laughs) just eat your meals and then just like have all your so holiday meals as cheat meals and just get get after it you know i think also too in like the quote-unquote normal world like the not bodybuilding world everybody and maybe this is an unpopular opinion but I feel like people are so sensitive that it's like hard to even tell people that maybe their normal isn't healthy and like I feel like the whole thing around like saying like weight loss or anything like that it's kind of like almost blacklisted now so people are like I don't know does that make sense? Like what I'm trying to say? Like I feel like like there's, there's a lot more that's been normalized or accepted now that before maybe you could say, or like, you could like literally suggest people say like, just based on facts, your body is not healthy, right? Like now it's, it's a very gray area of like what you can say. And I get that everyone's just because someone's living in a certain type of body doesn't mean they're necessarily unhealthy. Maybe they can hike and run stairs and do everything that a smaller body or a different body can but I understand like you can't it's difficult to approach now whereas before I felt like yeah you could just have that conversation and say this is healthy and this is not healthy yeah you could just be like look you're overweight this is what you need to 
to get back to a healthy weight. And now I feel like that there's just this weird stigma around talking about people's weight. And like, I don't think that it should be such a negative thing to talk about. Like if you are in an unhealthy place with your body, it's okay to like, be like, okay, I'm going to change my diet Mm -hmm. and I'm going to put myself, um, like I'm going to not so much restrict, but just kind of change the way you're eating. And like, that's okay. And if, and if you decide that like you want to take that on, I don't think there's anything negative around that. So I don't yeah, know if that made it's, sense it's, or not. No, it does. I, I hear you. It's it's difficult to approach because there are some things that have made that like there's some issues, like I'll say a simple one, like the whole BMI system, right? Like I have friends that are technically obese or like overweight BMI who are very healthy people, but it's just because they do have more body fat as well as more muscle. Right. So like if they're being called unhealthy, but they can still do every functional thing, a smaller body person can, then it's like, okay, I see that's a, don't call that person unhealthy. Right. Cause I, yeah. Cause I guess what I'm like trying to get at is like in the holidays, like, you know, it's hard to tell someone like, we'll just, just don't eat that bad stuff. Just don't do it people are like sensitive to that it's like Mm -hmm. well you can't tell people like not to actually just not eat it but that's kind of where it's at like if you don't want to feel like shit don't eat it well maybe we should like the conversation should go more around like how does it make you feel how do you currently feel in your body how does eating this versus not eating this make you feel and if we're all pretty honest with ourselves as much as we love our oreos and donuts like if we eat certain things we feel worse than if we eat other things Mm-hmm. And, and it also and, and it's not us. like about the weight it's like or so about anyone's weight it's like about how you feel yeah I when I like I just posted uh one of my captions the other day was like I feel happiest in my skin when I'm taking mm-hmm. care of the body inside of it because mm-hmm. when I am on track like so I just went to Mexico and I went with a a girlfriend who yeah, we talked about it in the last episode. Like, she doesn't compete, but she lives the lifestyle more more on track than me, like to a T every single day. And like, we woke up every day and we worked out. Like, we had a nice, healthy breakfast, and then we went and worked out. And then we walked to the beach. We did some swimming. We walked back. We went for another walk in the evening. Like, we were so active all day long. We ate a ton of food. Like, I was eating like well over two thousand calories a day, which is the highest it's been in a long time. But I was like super active. I felt amazing I felt great I was sleeping well every night we went to bed on time every day like it was just really important to us to 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 feel good every day and that's literally what it was about was feeling good um it had nothing to do with dieting at all it was just how we felt best being on holiday and feeling really good every single day Mm -hmm. and like that my body looked better at the end of the week than it did at the beginning and I didn't once think about dieting I just did what felt good and so then the moment I was traveling home on the airplane um, and then I stayed at a friend's house so I didn't have anything really to cook and I was in a burlesque show and then I had to travel home on the bus and then the ferry and then drive home and it was about like two and a half days of traveling and a big show and everything and I was eating all over the place I didn't train and literally in just two and a half days I was like oh like I feel so like heavy and slow and and like Mm -hmm. just like out like not in my own body. Like I felt so disconnected from my own body. And so I was just like 
dying to get that feeling back of like being back on track again. And so sure enough, now that I'm home and I'm in my routine, I'm like, yes, thank God. And so I think like people don't stick to a routine long enough sometimes to even like recognize how good it can feel to actually wake up every day. Like I, I never take it for granted anymore. Like every day that I wake up feeling good, I don't take for granted because I spent years with eating disorders or binge eating or drinking or anything. Right. And so, Mm -hmm. which is just the norm in Christmas is drinking and eating. Like drinking is a whole nother thing to talk about, but. So I've been like, like after listening to what you said, it kind of made me like think about like what I said and kind of what I was trying to get at is like uh, some people don't know how to make themselves feel good like you know they don't know how to feed themselves or don't know the regimen to actually make themselves feel good so I think it's okay to be disciplined with yourself and tell yourself no like I feel like people are just so soft nowadays that they're like Mm -hmm. you can't just have a hard no but you can and you can do that for yourself and i believe that like discipline is one of the highest forms of self love that you can have yeah so if you have a program like let's just say you're working with a coach and you have a program it's okay to like stick to your program and tell yourself no like throughout these times like if that's what's going to work for you and make yourself feel good it's okay to be kind of hard ass on yourself I do. I I love that, to be honest. And like, I know that not everyone's going to be training every day at the gym during like the holidays or like, there's going to be factors that play into like, not being able to do normal, their normal activity or like all of that stuff. But there are still more things you can do. Like Allison was saying too, like, you can go for more walks, you can get outside and play with like, you know, your family or your kids or like, so there is a lot you actually can do to keep you feeling normal and like not getting that into that heavy, gross, slow feeling that we can get if we're off track a number of days in a row. And I think that feeling just feeds into like even less motivation to get back into feeling good for some people, for other people, it's like, okay, I need to get back right away. But some people it's like, it's easy to just like, let it slip one more day and one more day and one more day. And like, And like to Ash's point, yeah, I think I got lost on a tangent there, but, but to go back to the whole, like, don't be afraid to say, Hey, that's not healthy. Like my family, like we actually had to have a talk about that. So like growing up, like we didn't have a lot of money, so we just didn't. So Christmases for us was like a big deal to have treats that we never normally had. Like we never had treats in the house. We never had cookies just lying around or ice cream or pies or even like roast dinners like we didn't have a lot of like our dinners were frugal like we would make food stretch our food and make it last like we would portion our snacks so that we made sure we what we spent on groceries lasted us for the week like so when we had Christmases like it was a big deal for us to have all the foods that we never normally had and it was such a treat and we loved it so as we got older like as we got into our 20s like my parents started like doing better, you know, they were way more well off. And like, Mm -hmm. then all of us had all of our own money. And then Christmases for us became overindulgent, like to the point where like, we all just felt gross. And after a few years of it, we were just like, can we not, let's not do this anymore. Like, why are we just buying foods just because we can now? And it it literally became about like, eating all of the things that we wanted to eat and like you know that's, that's in, very like, interesting. Like, a really like unhealthy standpoint because we couldn't afford them growing up and we never had them and 
um, our, my family was always like body conscious, all of us, like my mom and my dad, like I remember them constantly yo-yo dieting, both of them. And so I grew up with that. And so Christmas became literally not only a matter of like um, eating because we could afford it, but eating because we wanted to eat snacks that we never allowed ourselves to eat. So it literally became so unhealthy and toxic. And so like, we had to have a conversation and be like, let's not, let's only have like two desserts this year. Like we'll bake two pies or something or bake a cake and bake a pie and that's it. And I like that you guys had that discussion together and you yeah. all made that plan together for the good of all of you guys, right? Yeah. So if, if you feel like, you know, your family and everyone kind of feels the same, like, yeah, that's really cool that you guys sat down and actually had a conversation about mm-hmm. it. And I think that's okay yeah. too. Like to bring it up and talk about it yeah. is okay. Yeah, I think my brother and I know because... That- because like um, culturally, there's a lot of connections there too, right? People have different cultures that's super important to eat a certain way or like splurge, whether it's because they had money or didn't have money. And yeah. it's important to pull together. Like you want to be using this time during the holidays to connect with your family and your community. And if that's you guys coming together and saying, hey, let's maybe choose some healthier options this year, or let's not go and get like all those different types of alcohol because we don't want to make the whole celebration around alcohol. Like it's powerful when it brings you guys together opposed to, you know, breaks you. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. My mom's from England, for example. So she makes an like a proper English trifle every year. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I would way rather eat that and enjoy it than have like some store-bought, I don't even know, like store-bought carrot cake or something. Like just, it doesn't, just because you can buy it like yeah so yeah yeah. no that's that's more special too and I think that should go for everyone like if there's a special holiday tradition that your family has or like a certain treat like don't maybe just just give up on the diet for one second there just say oh you know what it's okay enjoy that because those are memories you might never have with that person again like you we really don't know that yeah Yeah, just like Allison eating the what was it that weird cake you know yeah no no the food that your neighbor made you oh it was a the pumpkin cake, cake. cake. Oh. yes yeah, so, like even moments like that like you don't you don't know if you'll get that again yeah mm-hmm. that's just it it's like you have to ask like like you said ask yourself in the moment um oh. the other thing too is like offer the suggestion that you could have a few more healthy options this year mm-hmm. you know like hey could we you know try and make things just a little bit healthier here and there if we can like maybe just have less like Lay's chips and we could just get some like and I'll I'll make some snacks instead and you can bring you know get some like hummus and veggies or um I don't know like other just other like healthier options as snacks or things Mm -hmm. to have as sides rather than and if your family doesn't have that normally then maybe that's something that like you said Allison you could bring like you can bring that for your family and you can provide that so then that option at least is there and yeah. you can make the decision like okay you know there is some kind of like junk food stuff here but I brought this healthy option so I can either have that and maybe have a little bit of the unhealthy stuff but at least that option is still there for you you know 
Yeah. And I love yeah. that. It's like an, like more of an addition mentality opposed to like reductionist. Like you shouldn't always feel like, Oh, I have to have less or I have to have less. And I love that. Like, yeah, let's just add and make it an option. That's maybe someone, everyone will enjoy it. You know, you never know if after dinner, everyone's like, actually, I feel great not having filled up on so much like processed meat and cheese and ate some vegetables and hummus or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I like that too. Just like adding adding rather than restricting because Mm -hmm. we all know what happens when we restrict a lot Mm -hmm. eventually it may combust and you don't want that to be like it will combust yeah like especially (laughs) if you're not somebody who preps because like I feel like you know people who prep we put ourselves in that um deficit and we can kind of navigate it a little bit Mm -hmm. easier you know mentally um some of us better than others but I feel like for quote-unquote normal people um it may be a little bit different the whole restricting aspect right so if somebody is in prep I know that it would probably be dependent on their coach but how would you approach it then if you were in prep on a on a holiday so I actually was on prep um during I think it was Thanksgiving last year. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a big, it was a big holiday where I had a big dinner. Um, So I did eat the food that was made. But like I said earlier in the episode, I kind of just took like white turkey breast um, and then veggies. And I kind of made my prep meal out of the food that was there. Um, So that's pretty much how I would navigate it or just bring your meal. Yeah, I would, I would definitely, or I have approached in the sense, like my family's really big on like meats and they're, I know how they're cooked. So I can pretty much estimate the calories in those. And then, um, if like, say it's a, it's like a heavy mashed potato or scalloped potato dish, that's like, I know doesn't fit my macros. Like I'll just air fry some like potatoes. (laughs) Like you can always do that. If it's like in your own house, if it's at someone else's house, then I would still probably take smaller portions of everything and you know, if I'm, yeah, if I'm still hungry later, I'll eat my own food at home. So like if maybe you approach a smaller plate. Yeah. And if you like bring your own meal, like put it on the plate that everyone else has, you know, yeah. like, don't just eat it out of your container, like put it in on the plate. And if everyone's having like a glass of wine, maybe you can have like a diet pop in your gla- wine glass too, you know, like you can kind of manipulate your mind to think that, you know, you're also just enjoying everything. Mm-hmm. it also it, but like Allison said it depends on your coach it depends how close to your show you are like yeah yeah there's a certain point where it's like yeah I'm going I'm going to eat my prep food unless it's yeah a yeah there um like there have been Thanksgivings too or Christmases where I've been on prep and I would just say hey like for Thanksgiving can I just have a clean version of the meal and like one piece of pumpkin pie and like my coach would always say yes like basically I've done that like a few years in a row so yeah I would just have like some turkey breast a little bit of potatoes a whole bunch of veggies and just fill my plate with all the vegetables and and I just felt like and like a little bit of great gravy on top and then I would have one piece of pumpkin pie and it's like so I had what maybe like an extra three or four hundred calories like on top of my regular day and it's like that's not the end of the world like I'm probably still in a deficit and you're probably gonna look better the next day if you have three or four (laughs) calories after yeah so it's like it's really like not a huge deal if it's not that much extra food um 
So I've done that before um, as well. So, I mean, it just depends on what your coach says. Like if you're two weeks out, just. Yeah. Fuck yeah up. Sorry, fam. Like also too, it depends, like you said, Allison, like yeah. um, what your coach says, like I'm pretty lucky um, in the approach that I take is I count macros. Yeah. So I'm able to kind of just kind of fit it in. Yeah, that's just it. Like I cut with my old, my new coach, I count macros, but with my old coach, we did macros by meal by meal. So I would just take enough turkey that I knew I was getting my protein. I would take enough potatoes that I knew it was hitting my carbs. And I would just like fill my plate up with all the rest of the veggies. Cause we have tons. We'd have carrots, sauerkraut, Brussels sprouts, mashed peas, like all sorts of veggies and put gravy on top. And it's like, I want to know what kind of veggies you guys are eating. Cause at my family dinners now, like now that we cook more, like less healthy foods, all of our veggies are like Brussels sprouts with butter, with bacon, sweet potatoes with those little marshmallows on top. Like they're all devastating the vegetables. (laughs) So just to clarify, like when they're saying more vegetables, it's not not those ones. Really clean. Yeah. So like, my like like I said my family is like super aware and they know my food right so um I think it was Allison you said your mom would kind of make you a little separate thing so my Mm -hmm. mom would kind of do the same like yeah. I would just have steamed veggies or something like that because yeah. same Gabby my <laughs> butter is my mom's middle name butter and salt it's like yeah <laughs> so and especially too like you said too Gabby it's like when you're at home you kind of know what goes into your food so mm. just obviously be aware of that yeah um yeah. I think I think we should also like each give like a number one tip of like approaching holidays, like just like an overarching for yourself, something that you've like le- lived and learned, like what has worked best for you. I have to treat it like I have to, like if I don't want to go overboard, I have to just say like you can have the meal, but the rest of your day has to be regular. Yeah. And that's it. And like I just have to do it that way if I don't want to go overboard because like I'm. I know that I'll just go off and go to snack town. So <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think for me, it would just really dig deep for that self-discipline. And also too, kind of what we talked about is just like remembering how I feel when I overindulge. Mm-hmm. It's not good. So I always try to remember like you don't feel good. So why would you put yourself in that place? So that's kind of what I try to remember. I know that's good. I think, I think it's also super important to like be intentional. So what I mean by that is like for, for myself, I'm more of a snacker, like when it comes to being devastating than like actual meals, I can track my meals nicely, but like, say you're at a party and you're standing next to the snack table and you're talking to someone like you can absolutely just easy do a thousand calories snacking and talking. So when I say be intentional, I mean, look where you're standing. Like if you're standing next to the food, maybe move away. Like just things like that actually make a huge difference during this holiday season. You're actually so right. If it's in front of me, I'm eating it. Yeah. You're so, so right. I, yeah, that's a good piece of advice. Much. that's what okay. I meant when I said like have the meal like intentionally be like hey this is my like my Christmas dinner or this is my work party <laughs> dinner and like intentionally I'm gonna go I'm just gonna enjoy it I'm just gonna like eat the meal 
And if I'm a little bit over full by the end of it, that's okay. But like the rest of my meals for the rest of the day, for the rest of the week, I'm just going to be on track and just like keep going as normal. Mm-hmm. And I have to like really always, always, always step back and be like, what is my big goal right now? What is the big picture? How do I want to feel? Like, how do I want to feel one month from now? Like, do I want to feel yeah. tighter or leaner or healthier or lighter on my feet? Like, or do I want to feel not? Do I want to feel heavy and slow and sluggish? Because every time I yeah. am, if I ever go off my plan or I'm lazy with my cardio or with my eating or anything, like that's all I end up feeling is just sluggish and slow and tired and I like what you said there too where um you said like what's my overall goal Mm -hmm. so that's a really good thing to remember too is like you have a goal and are you willing to give up that goal for one meal are you willing to like ruin your not ruin but um digress is that a word regress regress (laughs) yeah I knew that was right (laughs) are you willing to regress in your progress for that meal or for those treats and if the answer is yes then enjoy it right but if the answer is no then you need to prioritize yourself and not worry about what anyone else is thinking or saying and prioritize your own self yeah I think that's really important too because at this time of year lots of us competitors don't necessarily have a show within a really short time like, so if you don't have a short-term goal, maybe make one like for yeah. the next month, like set a new goal. And that way, at least you have something to go back to and not, and you can't just say, oh, I'm so far away from my show. So right now it doesn't really matter. So set a different goal for yeah. yourself, even if it's not a show date, but just something. Yeah. Like, f- like book a photo shoot for January or, Ooh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like do something for yourself that you can work towards still. Cause I really like that Gabby because like, yeah, I don't, I don't know when my next show will be at this point now. And like, I still don't want to go crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, we did get one question that I wanted to ask, which is what is the one holiday food that's the hardest to resist in your opinion like what's the absolute <sighs> food hmm honestly it's not like a dinner food but it probably charcuterie in general <laughs> oh like this fucking I can't say no guys I can't yeah. um I would honestly just have to say it's all the little tiny treats everywhere because I'm also a snacker yeah um but I'm on my no weed journey and I've realized yeah I realized in the last two days because I'm two days deep that holy shit I actually don't have a snacking problem (laughs) I had a snacking problem because I was smoking weed Mm -hmm. so yeah I mean that was my issue before so I'm not sure what this year will bring (laughs) We'll see. We'll get back to you guys. We're we're excited for you. Honestly, that that can make a huge difference. Like, I mean, and it can go whether you smoke or like maybe even drinking. Some people will just, yeah, yeah, you're not really in your full right mind. So you can make decisions that aren't necessarily your decision. So yeah, exactly. That Ash, we respect that. And we're excited for you. Thank you. Thanks. Mine's pumpkin pie, by the way. Homemade. (laughs) Oh God, that's so good. So good. You guys um, are so much more sweet loving than me? I am. I'm just like all about the savory. <laughs> oh man, I need both. <laughs> Hummus and crackers, though, like stop. Mm. 
we're like yeah, you were like going off about hummus when we went for dinner too i love hummus so you can, i want to start my own hummus company i love hummus you should. You should. Oh, i literally i already have it all planned out so oh my, oh my gosh do it I, I know i know now it's the perfect time Job. yes just crushing beans baby oh my <laughs> yeah so um can we talk about drinking because like i don't yes. drink at all but that's a big part of the holidays yeah um, yeah, drinking like, that's a it's a tough one because obviously yeah don't people, drink that, people that don't drink will drink during the holidays too right yeah yeah like me I I don't really drink but I will maybe have a glass of wine or two um you think of that scene from I don't know if you've ever seen Christmas Vacation the National Lampoon's one oh who hasn't <laughs> she's like she like fucking slams a drink and she's like I don't know what to tell you, Audrey. It's Christmas and we're all in misery. And it's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like so you just sometimes people literally feel like they're like, holy fuck, I have to sit through Christmas with my goddamn crazy aunt. <laughs> and like the only thing that's going to get them through is like four glasses of wine. And like, yeah. I feel for you because like, yeah, family. I, I feel like you could navigate drinking the same way you can do food. Um, I think just also having alternatives around like, um we have a lot of sober people in my family actually so um having non-alcoholic options is really is really big so -hmm. we just make sure that we have a lot of non-alcoholic options that are like still kind of fun you know like Mm -hmm. mocktails and stuff like that so I think that's a really good way to navigate that um and just like sorry no go ahead Gabby I just think that certain types of alcohol, especially the ones that come out around the holiday season, like the eggnog based drinks, the coffee, chocolate liqueur based drinks, like those are the ones that you probably don't feel good like 20 minutes after drinking it or the next day. So making different choices for maybe what alcohols don't feel as bad in your body too. Like, obviously y'all know I'm a tequila girl, but like (laughs) you can just like choose like maybe a sugar-free mixer with that drink and like you can kind of make a fun drink but it doesn't have to be all the heavy sugary um holiday drinks I like that advice too I just want to like say something that an annoying sober person would say and like you don't have to drink just because you have a holiday like honestly I I genuinely say that like not drinking is just for your fitness goals is so much easier because mm-hmm. when I, I remember when I would drink like in university and like you go out for night drinking and like all you want to do is go get McDonald's afterwards or go get pizza afterwards and like and, and the I, next day and, and I still cared about my fitness back yeah. then but I just remember being like fuck it I don't care all I mm-hmm. want is macaroni pizza at like two in the morning and then the <laughs> next morning Oh, it was the best. They had this like, <laughs> joint that had like macaroni and cheese on top of pizza. Oh, that, is, that is literally the most stoner pizza I've ever oh, heard. Oh, it was so good. So That's rude. Anyway, yeah. it was rude. Yeah. And like, <laughs> but the next day too, like you just like the, like you're hungover and the eating continues. Like you're, it literally yep. is a poison and it fucks up your digestion. It fucks up your mind. It's a depressant. Yep. Like, and it's just, you don't have to drink just because it's a holiday. And like, I highly encourage you to not. And I, yeah. and I know that like social anxiety can be a thing, but yeah. like, honestly, from someone who hasn't drank now for like over two years, I, when I was in Mexico, I literally went out clubbing till two in the morning dancing and I just had a diet Coke and like, 
a couple diet cokes and a coffee and like i was fucking yeah but you were like probably zinging (laughs) like crazy (laughs) but like nobody else in like other than my friends that were like knew that i wasn't drinking not a single person there would have known like i was just dancing and having a great time it was so much fun like nobody is gonna know that you're not drinking alcohol like just put some sparkling water in a glass and just hang out with everyone and you realize that they have no fucking clue if you're drunk or not and then you see how drunk and annoying they are and you're like oh thank god that's not me right now like it's kind of like what we said earlier with like not making a big deal out of your food just don't make a big deal out of the fact that you're not drinking and like you said too and like we said earlier like if everyone's sitting there with a glass of wine fuck put your diet pop in a wine glass yeah because a lot of the time drinking is just a social thing and we just do it because it's a social thing but so. really, if the whole point is to be social, then just be social. Just stand there with your diet ginger ale in a in a champagne glass and just yeah. stand there and talk to people. Be like, exactly. what are you doing? Long time no see. Like, what's going on in your life? And like, just have conversations and, you know, I'm sure you're like- going to ask you about your bodybuilding and then talk about it with excitement too. Like, that's the thing is like when people yeah. would ask you about your bodybuilding and you go, yeah, I can't really eat anything or like, I'm really hungry. I'm really tired. <laughs> They're going to be like, oh, like. sounds miserable yeah whereas you're like I love it so much like I've finally found something that I love so much I can't wait to do this I can't wait to be on stage like I have a training program for my coach I'll be like tell me about it like I train legs twice a week and they'd be like wow what is it like and like people don't know anything about it so if you talk about it with passion and excitement like they remember that and like my parents friends every time they see me how's your training going on do you have any shows like they're so excited about it because I Mm -hmm. Yeah, like if I, I like that, like, I'm hungry and tired. Like every time, they would never fucking ask me about it again. They'd be like, "She's a yeah. wine bitch." <laughs> and I get, and like if you change the narrative around, where you're like, "Yeah, I get to eat this food, and I get to do this. I get yeah. to do this instead of, oh, well, I have to eat my meal, or I, oh, I can't drink. It's like, oh, well, I get to have a diet pop instead, or oh, I get to eat my food." then you can change the narrative right and that's such a good point Allison like if you talk about it positively people are going to see it positively True. I like that yeah Yeah. but back to the drinking like I just do encourage people to try to not drink at every single event they go to especially if it's a work event on a weeknight like just (laughs) yeah you don't have to like I used to because everyone else did right and I just thought it was like the grown-up thing to do because that's when I was like my early 20s my first job and I'm like oh like we get to have wine at work like this is so cool like no it's not yeah so yeah I think it's also good when it comes to drinking look at your motivations for drinking like do a little reflection before you go to an event am I doing this for someone else is there something I'm trying to avoid by drinking like just do a little personal reflection because there are a lot of reasons people drink and it's not always because they're like um, having a positive affect. Like I'm going to have a great time. I want to drink, right. It's sometimes like avoiding things and like pushing stuff away. So I really encourage looking at those reasons before you drink. Yeah. Do the same thing with food. So like one competitor, I know we chat sometimes and she was saying she was having a really hard time sticking to she, she coached with one coach and she loved the approach. It really aligned with her, the way that the nutrition was set up. She switched to a different coach and it was a completely different, more rigid approach. And she said, well, I just keep finding myself cheating. And, mm. and it, she's like, I don't know why. And I'm like, well, maybe like, you just know deep down that this isn't the approach for you. And, and it just doesn't align with you to be eating this way. And she's like, wow, like they never thought about it that way. And I saw her again and she goes, I don't know why I'm still snacking. And I was like, 
well, deep down, do you feel like maybe you have like an imposter syndrome or like you've never quite made it to where you want to be. So you don't think you're ever going to quite make it there again. And um, so sometimes you can use holidays as, or foods, like she was kind of using it as like a bit of a self-sabotage. And so Mm -hmm. sometimes like I've done that with holidays before too, like, or other food related events where I'm like, well, like, I don't know, it's weird. You never specifically say like, I'm never going to reach my goal and I'm shitty. So I'm just going to eat junk food. Like as if that's going to help you get to your goal, but you can have that belief in the back of your head. Yeah. For food and alcohol and food and alcohol. So many other things, like anything that really brings up like your dopamine, like gives you that instant gratification. A lot of things are like that. So yeah. um, Yeah. If, if everyone could just reflect a little bit more and just look at the reasons for doing things then and being honest with themselves, right. Have that, like that difficult conversation with yourself. It would make a difference. Even me, like after my last show, like I did three shows in a row and none of them I got quite lean enough for. And so I did struggle to really get back on track for the Arnold's because I was like, well, like, what if I just never get there again? Mm. You know, so Uh, I think that we had a lot of like great points and hopefully this can help people like navigate through the holidays, especially like coming up. So yeah. yeah. Um, I know I have like a lot of clients asking me, so I'm excited to share this episode with them and hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully it helps. Yeah. yeah I mean, it might be holidays. Pardon me. What are you guys doing for the holidays? Mm, I am going to go to Kelowna and see my family. I'm so excited. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to be with my family for, for about a week in, in Nanaimo as well. So a couple of dinners and yeah, all of, all of my family's there. So <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. I live in my hometown now, so I'll be here with my parents and my sister lives here. My brother's coming from Saskatoon, but yeah, we go all out. We go watch Christmas musicals. We do caroling in like the winter gardens. We build That's, snowmen. We go Wait, for you walks. guys go caroling? That's so cute. We like, we, yeah, we, we go and like listen to caroling in these like winter gardens. And, oh, okay. Yeah, we've gone, like car- you- no, we've gone caroling before. <laughs> Stop, yeah, and we so go watch. Cute. We go watch Christmas musicals. We, yeah, we do like everything. We do puzzles. We build Christmas crafts every year. Like we're just like, oh my god, so cute, dorkiest white family in the world. So yeah, my mom throws like a huge Christmas Eve party, and like everyone comes, and she does like games and prizes, and like it's just like a whole big thing. And then Christmas Day, we'll do, um, we'll open stockings and then have breakfast and then do gifts and stuff. But yeah, same with us. Yeah. But like for us, because it's just days on end, like it literally is just days of, of like snacks and eating and like the world shuts off. Like I don't look at my phone for like four days. Like that's, but that's how it should be. Right. Like as far as the shutting off the world and being present and not everyone is like super close with their family. So like I encourage people that don't have like that tight knit family to like do something with friends or like other people that they love and like respect in their lives because it is a special time and it should be enjoyed yeah Yeah. to anyone out there like I've got like three actual friends so like you know I spend a lot of time with my family (laughs) yes (laughs) all right guys well thank you so much for listening to another episode of the overall package podcast you can find us on instagram at overall package podcast I'm astronaut fit you can find me at allison and fitness and I'm gabrielle folietta bye Thanks for listening.